connect to your inner guide, connect to this podcast message, and align with the highest vibrational energies. Now let's get started. Good morning, everyone. I hope that you are having a great Monday morning so far or whatever day and time it is you're listening to this. I hope that you're in a great place and having a lovely in-the-moment experience. Thank you for tuning in to the MTM podcast. I'm Christina Medina. Um, Today, I want to get into working with narcissistic people and more specifically, the do's and don'ts of working with a narcissistic boss. The reason why... um, This is not a podcast on narcissism, but I feel like as we explore what it is to be, um, you know, to have the mindset of manifesting in your life and we explore energy, we explore the mindset, we explore going down into the basement and pulling up the stuff that no longer serves us, aka shadow work or inner child work. So we explore all the things that change the frequency and vibration of you, meaning removing the illusion of life, removing the illusion that we are separate, that we are powerless, that life is just coming at us and that we have no choice in the matter. And so with that, many of the people that listen to this podcast happen to be empaths or highly sensitive people, but mostly empathic, meaning we feel the feelings of others. Um, That's a really simplified explanation, but we take them on as our own. And that could be pain, that could be emotional. Um, It's just, it's much more complicated than that. But if you know, I think I've had more than one podcast on that. Um, So definitely if you if you don't know what I'm talking about check it out if this sounds like you know you feel as though you're picking up on the energy and feelings and um carrying this these sort of situations with you and not knowing where they come from one of the ways I know that you know when I'm not in my own energy is when I start feeling a feeling that's not like me and I call that my baseline so when I'm feeling like not my usual self when I'm by myself and I'm feeling great and I'm feeling, you know, optimistic about life. And then I get in a situation with other people and I start feeling bad. I know that I'm picking up feelings or being altered. My feelings are being shifted, changed, altered, manipulated by another. And because I'm so open energetically, I'm an empath. I, I'm open. I absorb, I bring into my energy field, um, then I'm more susceptible of that. Now you can learn to control that. You can learn to ground yourself. There are other ways that you can use to use this power, learn to use your empathic powers um, and not just retaining your energy. That's not using your power. That's protecting your power. Using your power, I had a riff um, recently about how as an empath, you can actually take on the feelings and energies of this up-level version of yourself or another person and step into those feelings. So then you're able to live in the energy and frequency of those feelings to then manifest and call more of that into your life. That's how you use your empathic powers. That's just one way. But again, I'm digressing by trying to explain what an empath is to you because as an empath, you, you are, you're like, hmm, how do I say it? You're like 
really vibrant, red, juicy blood for a vampire, basically. They drool over people like you because you, a narcissist, can't loves to come in there and manipulate you and project all their insecurity because a person who has narcissistic personality disorder, they have extreme insecurity. It's very deep-rooted. Even though they project feelings of being completely in control and they dominate, um, they are still trying to rid themselves of that feeling by making you worry about it. Um, They cannot take blame for their mistakes and they project their mistakes onto you or onto other people. So I don't, I'm going to actually, I'm going to use an article here kind of as the structure of this podcast and I'm going to include them in the show notes. And the reason why is I don't want to miss anything because usually when I go on these tangents, I start talking and get on these riffs, but I don't want to miss anything. And I also want you to further explore this if you feel that this is in your situation or this is your situation. So I'm taking information from two articles, one from Better Help and one from Psychology Today. So um, I want to just first of all, use their definition of what narcissistic personality disorder is Um, or okay so I'm going to give you that so it's it's one of several types of personality disorders it's a mental condition that's characterized by an individual having an inflative sense of self-importance a need for excessive admiration and attention a lack of empathy for others and troubled relationships. So if this sounds like your boss or someone you work with or someone you know, it's very possible you could be dealing with a narcissistic personality disorder person. Um, They often find their relationships unfulfilling and others may avoid being around them. So that's a sign as well. Like if you just are trying to avoid being around this person, it may be because they are also a narcissist. Um, they may become disappointed or frustrated if they're not given admiration or the favors they feel they deserve. So BetterHelp lists some other uh, further characteristics of someone with a narcissistic personality disorder. Number one, having a grandiose feeling of self-importance, such as, an exa- such as exaggerated talents or achievements or overestimating his or her abilities. Okay. Demanding excessive admiration and is focused on fantasies of power, success, and beauty. Does this sound like your boss? Pays close attention to his or her self-image, how he or she is viewed by others. Belittles other people's concerns or problems and or acts as if others' problems are unimportant. Shows patronizing attitudes or overconfident behaviors. Has a sense of entitlement monopolizes conversations and may look down or belittle people that they perceive as inferior and insist on having the best of everything, such as the nicest home, car, office, etc. Also, um, just one other thing that BetterHelp says, people with pathological narcissism find it difficult to handle anything they perceive as criticism. So this is this is like numero one, like number one thing. They cannot handle criticism and they may become very angry if they're the subject of criticism. 
Um, they get impatient, they feel slighted, they have difficulty regulating their behavior and emotions and experience major problems dealing with stress or adapting to change. They often feel depressed and they, if they do not achieve what they perceive as perfection. Most narcissists secretly deal with feelings of shame, vulnerability, and humiliation. So that's why I was saying at the root of their projection is this shame, this fear, this vulnerability. They're so afraid of criticism that they have to consistently project um, their mistakes and turn the tables and manipulate others so that way they're feeling that the mistake is their mistake. And you can fall victim to this if you are unaware or unfamiliar with what a narcissist is. So this is why I'm leaving these links for you in the podcast. And I'm also going to go through some do's and don'ts that I pulled from psychology today. So I'll include both of these links for you. But if you feel that you're in this situation at work or even potentially in a relationship, you need to empower yourself here because as an empath, you are, like I said, you are just the sweet nectar for these people. They, they thrive on the energy of empaths. They love to pull your energy and then they pollute your energy with all their feelings of insecurity and shame and just their fear. So they, and, and, and in fact, they thrive when they know that they've polluted you with those feelings and they see you, um, you, they see you responding to their projections. That's like just fuel for the fire. It just feeds them anymore. So what you need to do is you need to learn how to protect your energy how to ground yourself. So from, so I'm going to go through psychology today's do's and don'ts, but I'm going to tell you also that when you're in this situation, you need to ground yourself immediately. You need to come back to your breath, focus on your breath in this situation, focus on your breathing, getting very aware of your breath, getting very aware of being in your body, what it feels like to sit in your chair or stand on your feet. Sometimes I will touch my hands. I will clasp um, my hands together just so I can feel my body, so I can feel that I'm here, I'm grounded, I'm Christina, I'm in this body, I'm connecting to my breath, I'm pulling myself in. Basically what you're doing is you're bringing your energy and you're like putting up the... Um, the invisible shield you're bringing everything inward so that you remain grounded and stronger and rooted in your energy meaning you're not an open you don't have openings in your energy field where this person can penetrate you get grounded in your breath grounded in your body and grounded in your confidence that you are a worthy living breathing human being a magnanimous soul in this human body and you are worthy of protecting your energy okay you do not have to take on their energy or their shame their fear any of that so let's go into psychology today's do's so do educate yourself on narcissism so definitely um you're in the right place (laughs) and then just like the key points that that um 
BetterHelp pointed out was they lack empathy, self-awareness, emotional regulation. That's a big one. It's like you're constantly on an emotional roller coaster for some for a while. It will feel like everything is great. Okay, good. We're in a good place, and then boom, out of nowhere, the roller coaster takes a huge dip, and then now you're back in the drama again. So, and then it will start to dissipate, and you'll go back into it. So you see these cycles happening. This emotional irregular irregularity. Um, do identify your boss's brand of narcissism. So overtly domineering narcissists are easy to spot because they're flagrant demands for attention and control. The more covert narcissists are more passive aggressive and often go to great lengths to conceal their selfishness and cultivate a good doer public image. Meanwhile, behind doors, they're like blaming and manipulating and stuff like that. So do become aware of that. That's number two on psychology today's list. Do validate your boss. That's number three. So even though this person, you know what they're up to, you know what they're doing, you're going to have to, um, you're going to have to inflate their ego. Um, you're going to have to validate your boss whenever and however you can. You can point out strengths and successes and offer praise and positive feedback, but be careful not to overdo it because it can also sense when you're kind of just fluffing them up. Um, they need a continuous flow of attention and admiration to function. So psychology today says, like hot air balloons, they often need others to inflate them to stay afloat. Number four on Psychology Today's article is do manage your expectations. So although your boss expects validation, you can basically forget about getting it from them. Not happening. Um, as soon as you accept that, this <laughs> Psychology Today says, the sooner you accept that reality, the easier it will be to manage the day-to-day. So you should just get used to it. They're never going to validate you or see you. And the only time that they will, it's because it further validates them. So if you do get any validation, it'll be that something in a way that makes them look good by giving you the validation. So it's there's always something behind it. And that something is related, related to making them look or feel better about themselves in the public eye. Five, do align your success with your boss's success. So again, that's basically what I was just saying. They're going to see your success as a result of them helping you achieve success. So just get used to that. Accept that. Um, it's going to feel, if you um, show gratitude for your success and possibly like thanking them for helping you with whatever they may have helped you with, find something that's true. Even if it's the smallest thing, just like gratitude for that is going, you know, that's part of them aligning their success with your success. And they truly only care. Like if there's opportunities for you um, to advance, you need to point out that the opportunity, like if you're wanting to, um, if you are wanting to advance in some way and take a new opportunity within like, or provide something more, you need to align it with your boss's success. So it has to come from the perspective that if I'm able to do this, then this is what it will do for you. So you're really kind of selling them. You have to sell them on how it will benefit them because they don't care for your success just for the sake of your success. It only how it relates to them. Do minimize conflict is number six. 
narcissists tend to create drama as a way to get attention and manipulate others and their take no prisoners approach often leads to conflict do whatever you can to avoid and prevent problems before they happen and beyond that try to keep your head down and stay out of the fray so just know that this is a part of it that roller coaster that creating drama that's how they get attention if they feel that they're not getting attention just like a bad child will do something wrong to get attention, narcissists will create drama as a way to get attention. Or if they need to manipulate the situation, they'll create drama and then project that drama on you. That's like what I was saying earlier. They, need, they love it when they feel that you're now feeling the drama, that they've affected you and they've projected that fear onto you. It's like if they secretly feel this fear, then you should feel it too. Seven, do be reliable, professional, and self-assured. This is going to, (laughs) this is actually really great because it gives you a chance to be your, the best version of yourself, despite the situation you're in. And they're going to hold you to very high standards. They expect you to have this diehard attitude, um, even if they don't necessarily do it and they put all the work on you, they expect you to take it um, and you don't want to give any kind of uh, ammunition or any kind of holes in your confidence that they can then attack because they will look for that and you'll become a target. Eight on psychology today's list is do consider your boundaries. Narcissists will violate boundaries as a matter of course. Um, whether your boss burdens you with responsibilities beyond your job description or ask you to do something unethical, think about what you are and are not willing to do for the job and be prepared to accept the consequences of holding those boundaries. Document violations and share details with someone you trust so you have evidence if you need to report abuse. So this is really important. You need to be documenting any kind of abuse that happens and you need to be reporting this to someone that you can trust with this information because it's just a matter of who they are. The narcissist will push your boundaries and push you to do more. And as an empath, you may want to kind of um, subside those feelings or avoid or sidestep those feelings and so you may take on more just so you don't have to be involved in the drama but know that you have to have your boundaries you have to protect your boundaries because work fatigue will come through this if you're not holding your boundaries if you're not um, honoring yourself first but just be careful in that because blow-ups could come from you holding your own and remain or retaining your boundaries. So be sure to document this. Number nine, do have outlets outside of work. I said this to you all before. You have to be more than your work self. You have to find outside things that further um, show you, heal you, and validate you. Not that you need the validation elsewhere, but do things that empower you outside of work. When I went through a really terrible situation in my work environment with um, some people that it was just a terrible situation. I knew that I could not heal that situation as much as I wanted to because I was dealing with narcissistic people. So there's no way I could have an honest, truthful conversation with them about the situation, which I want to point out. Forget it. If you're working with a narcissistic boss or a fellow colleague, 
forget it because they cannot see their own faults and it will be you. You will be at fault and it will cause a huge argument or a flare up because they cannot see themselves doing wrong and they do not appreciate anybody pointing out their um, mistakes. So I was aware of all this. And so what I did was I created myself outside of my office. And that was a, I joined um, a professional women's organization and I started doing more things that were healing for me, you know, physical activities, um, exercise, yoga, things like that, meditating, etc. So these difficult situations are actually your, it's a blessing. It's an opportunity for you to heal the stuff you couldn't heal as a child who had no choice in the matter with your narcissistic parent and narcissistic parents typically you know children who are empathic in some way in some form in their childhood they were not allowed to feel their own feelings and recognize their own feelings and so they disembodied and so because of that they develop highly sensitive empathic skills where they're able to read the feelings and intuitively know the feelings absorb the feelings and absorb the energy of their narcissistic parent or caregiver as a means of survival. And so this is coming up for you right now because this is something you need to heal. This is something you need to heal that will keep coming up for you until it is healed. And how do you heal it? You heal it by learning to go inward and ground yourself and speak from that place where you're then able to hold your own energy and not take in or ride the roller coaster of the narcissistic other person, the other narcissistic, what am I trying to say? The narcissistic boss, the narcissistic other, whomever that is. Lastly, make an exit strategy. You do not deserve to be in this situation for very long. It's an opportunity for you to heal, but don't stay because it turns into abuse. You need to make an exit strategy. I love what Psychology Today says. Working for a narcissist is ravaging to one's self-esteem and personal agency. No matter how skilled you may become at managing the situation, it takes a heavy toll on your emotional and physical health. Your boss won't stop pushing you to impossible standards, won't play fair, and won't grow a conscience. Forget it. Not going to happen no conscience there. You owe it to yourself to find a way to put this job in the rear view mirror. So they forewarn you there that you are going to have to change the situation. And then they give, those are your do's. So they give a few don'ts. So let me go through those. Don't expect fair play or reciprocity. Narcissists flout rules, violate ethics, steal ideas, often your ideas, conduct smear campaigns, um, disavow responsibility and project and deny their own behavior without a second thought. Two, don't expect loyalty. Narcissists expect loyalty from others without earning it or returning it. But your boss will never have your back no matter no matter how much he or she or they may tell you he is your champion. Forget it. Not happening. In fact, they'll probably use you as a scapegoat. Uh, because they can't take blame for anything. 
Three, don't criticize. The number one rule about narcissists is that they dish it out, but they can't take it. Narcissist, the narcissist is the first to fault and blame others while being the last to accept critical feedback or take responsibility. Even a hint of criticism, such as questioning an idea they have, can trigger rage or a host of passive-aggressive punishments. So don't criticize. If you do start to criticize, then you will be opening, you'll be participating in their energy, which means you're aligning with their energy, which means your energy field is open to then accept whatever comes back to you. So be forewarned. Four, don't show your vulnerability. Narcissists view life as a war zone. Tell me, I mean, tell me about it. Does it not feel like a war zone with your, when you're with them? the roller coaster, the up and down, who knows what's going to happen. And so um, number four is they view life as a war zone with survival at stake and everyone is out for themselves. If you share your feelings or lower your guard, your boss will file that information and use it against you one way or another. So do not allow yourself to be vulnerable. You cannot share your vulnerabilities or your life situations with them. It's strictly come to work, do your thing, blah, blah, blah. It's all done. Leave. No intermingling your stories and things like that. Unless it's just small idle chit chat that idealizes them and tells them, oh, you're so great kind of thing. (laughs) Five, don't take things personally. Things can feel very personal with narcissists. They can inflate your flaws, leverage your vulnerability, play on your hopes and play on your hopes big time, always dangling the carrot in front of you and compulsively project their own issues and emotions onto you. The bottom line with narcissists is that it's all about them. They don't see you. They don't think about you. They don't think about your needs. The only thing they think about is how they can manipulate them, your needs, and they don't care about your life beyond their place in it and ultimately relate everything back to themselves. Remember, they don't care about you unless they can use you for something that helps them. So that king carrot they're dangling in front of you, that's their tool to manipulate you. It's not going to come to fruition, not unless they see a way that they can take advantage of that situation that they may give you and use it for their self, for their own improvement, for their own, like, um, they're going to exploit you in whatever way they can. Number six on psychology, today's list of don'ts is don't expect credit. A narcissist zero-sum game mindset, giving credit to others, represents a personal loss for them. Forget it. Don't expect credit from your boss. And if someone else credits you, be prepared for the boss to take ownership of it. So don't expect credit. And don't try, number seven, don't try to justify, explain, or excuse yourself. Arguing a point or explaining why you're late or a missed deadline is futile and likely to elicit impatience or contempt. This is what psychology today says the narcissist does not care about your reasons and sees your defenses as weak weakness to be attacked so don't try to justify or explain anything don't even bother don't fawn this is what i was going back to before um your boss wants your validation and may look up to you for or bolstering and praise but be careful not to sound insecure narcissists are hyper vigilant and above all can't abide looking foolish or out of control so don't don't give them too much praise or validation i mean there's a 
there's a fine line of going overboard and they will spot that and they will realize that it, it almost they almost view it excuse me as being uh kind of making fun of them or kind of poking at them a little bit so don't don't go there Number nine, don't put your self-esteem on the line. We all need to feel a sense of purpose and competence in the work we do, but your worth as a human being should never be part of the equation. Don't let your boss make it feel that way. And number 10, don't give up on yourself. With a narcissistic boss, you may come from a background with narcissistic parents or other traumatic circumstances. So that's what I was saying. This situation that you're in is is definitely putting your self-esteem on the line. There's a certain level of healing that can come from it when you're learning to hold your own and and exist in confidence despite what's happening to you and recognize your feelings and and, um, pay attention to your feelings and work on your healing because you didn't get that opportunity in your childhood. However, there's a, a, a certain point when you have to then realize that you're being abused And you've gotten all you can from this lesson, and now it's time to move on. Now it is time to be looking for something. In fact, you should be looking for something. As soon as you realize that you're in this situation, you should start looking for something else. And then these things are the things that you do um, to do and don't do while you're in this situation until that new thing, that new opportunity comes up. But from an energetic standpoint, you need to be working on yourself outside of this environment and healing that energy. So get into yoga, get into meditation, work with a mentor, work with a coach, go to a, um, I don't want to say go through a therapist, but because I don't want to drudge up like the past stuff, but maybe you need to go to a therapist, but I would partner that with working with the coach because a therapist will go into the past and dig that up a lot more than a coach will. And a coach will really get your mindset and energy in the right place so you can move out of this situation, not perpetuate the situation because you're diving deeper. So what you need to do is you need to exit out of this situation. You need to have someone help you go from where you are to where you need to be. Go get Reiki, go get some kind of energy healing because you need to continually clean your aura, clean your energy field, practice the manifestation bath every night, do some grounding work, do things like that when you're not there. Take a walk, go go on your lunch break, get out of your office, take a walk, find a way to connect to to nature if you can. If not, simply go take a walk and connect to your breath and get in, embodied feel yourself walking on the ground use that as a walking meditation do things like that so that way you are protecting your energy so you're not then aligning with another experience that is in that same energy and vibration because like attracts like so if you're running from one thing to another you're going to run from one situation to a similar situation because like attracts like which is why you need to work on your energy and your mindset outside of this situation So you're not running to another situation that is the same. You are then changing your energy and frequency. So that way you can then align with another opportunity that is of a higher vibration of a more healed situation where you're not going into another narcissistic employer or boss or manager situation. All right. So I needed to put this out there. I know some people that are in this situation right now, and I really wanted to break it down for you and give you some 
some of the professionals <laughs> who have really dealt with narcissists like on a professional level um, on a regular basis. That's why I dove into these two articles for the structure of this podcast. I don't normally do that, but I really wanted to give you very concise information. So sending you so much love from New York. You are worthy. You are deserving. You are a beautiful, loving, powerful human being and empathic. We all have that ability to be empathic. But if you're listening to this, I know you are, so you're open to this. But realize you're such a heartfelt person and you deserve so much. And that means realizing your own deserving and caring and loving and holding your ground, holding the boundaries for yourself and moving on when you need to move on. Sending you so much love from New York. Mwah.